My name is Stu and I'm the founder and director of the Verge Conference and the Verge Network. We're doing this series called Seven Questions where we're dealing with some of the frequently asked and main questions around missional communities in the lead up to the Exponential Conference in April. My guest on this podcast is Alan Hirsch. Alan is an activist, a speaker, an author, and most of all, a practitioner of missional community. Alan, it's uh, great to have you with us today. Uh, thanks, dude. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. Well, let's just uh, jump right in. You know, one of the things I think that a lot of people are kind of wrestling with is, you know, what is missional? What, what What's the buzz around missional communities? Can you give us an idea from your perspective of why this is such an important conversation right now for our place and our time? Why is this so important? Well, there's a number of angles one can take in that. Um, um, in terms of uh, the, the, the missional idea of the church, which I think is a major way of uh, thinking about the church, is different from our prevailing models, um, has been precipitated by a massive change in our context that, uh, uh, you know, 50 years ago, um, and, and, and uh, certainly in Western uh, context uh, for the last 17 centuries, you know, the church has had a, a, a been the central kind of religious influence uh, within Western culture, sometimes having an, a complete monopoly of the culture and having the connection with church and state. In the case of America, you know, the, the connection between church and nationality, uh, to be American is to be a Christian, they, they're very deeply identified. Uh, in the last, you know, 30 uh, or so years, we've seen a fall away uh, in the general population, certainly in Europe. Um, that's been going on a lot longer, uh, coming from the Enlightenment period, but where we've, people no longer identify themselves as Christians. They certainly are not practicing from within a Christian understanding of the world and, and uh, you know, not align uh, to God's purposes, um, not explicitly. And, uh, and, and America's beginning to experience this now. Uh, this means that we're kind of in a missionary context. That is, once again, the church finds itself uh, having to communicate its message uh, to um, disinterested, uh, at best, uh, audience, sometimes uh, an antagonistic audience. And that changes our equation in time. So part of the, the idea of the missional church, I, I believe, is, is rethinking ourselves in light of some of our deepest and most fundamental theology about what we believe about God, our purpose in the world, and allowing uh, our sense of purpose um, to um, reframe how we understand the church. Uh, and I, I, I do believe that, um, I could be completely deceived here, but I don't think it's the case. Um, I believe that, uh, that within this kind of idea of missional church, that's why I feel, I feel stuck or constrained by it, but because within the kind of the term missional church and the ideas that associate with it lies the future of the renewal of Western Christianity. Um, it's, it's, it's a major, major concept. It's, um, it's allowing ourselves to be reconfigured again uh, according to the, the, you know, the missional God. And um, it, it's, uh, it's a major, major rethink about how we see ourselves and our function in the world. Now, I've heard you mention before that... Um Thinking the same way over and over again is not going to get us out of kind of the rut uh, that we've been in in the church in the West. Can you explain a, a little bit about what kind of rut we are in in the West 
and uh, and why doing the prevailing models better isn't going to um, lead to movement. Yes. Yes. Well, it's. Uh, I mean, um, reflecting there, the uh, the idea is called organizational insanity, uh, and this is an axiom for organizations, including the church, that you can't achieve significantly different results, categorically different results, by doing the same thing better. Um, uh, this, in turn, draws upon Einstein. I think it comes from there, but certainly Einstein reflected it when he said that you, the problems of the world cannot be resolved by the same type of thinking that created those problems in the first place. Right? So it stands to reason. Actually, it makes a lot of sense that, um, that, that, that certain formula um, can resolve certain problems, but they 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 um, they also they also uh, create certain problems that they themselves cannot resolve. And when you apply this to the church, uh, um, what got us to this point in history is not going to get us uh, into the next phase. Which, of course, in the missional context, requires us to rethink ourselves in a very very fundamental way. So we, we can't simply assume that doing the same thing is going to achieve significantly different results when we need to be significantly different. We need something fundamentally different because if we don't find that, um, if we don't find our mojo, so to speak, again, as, a, as a missional people, then Christianity will continue to decline and uh, go the way of Europe. Although I think America is a little different, but it, it definitely the European logic is at work even in America where you know, being increasingly de-Christianized uh, as a result. So, um, yeah, the, the issues are very big, and, you know, we, we certainly need to think differently. Uh, we've inherited a way of thinking about ourselves. I call it the idea of church. Um, that has been framed over centuries of, of, um, of uh, self-awareness, you know, where we've been pretty much the predominant force in society, like I said before, we've been the predominant religion. Uh, and, they do, you know, we've We've had a spoiled understanding of ourselves, and at the moment, that's not going to come out cut it any longer. The toolbox of solutions that we've got currently now are not going to resolve the problems we face, and so we have to think differently about ourselves. Actually, a very simple way of saying what I've just said is that we have to learn to think differently about ourselves uh, and our, our function. And I, I'm pretty sure that many of our problems will go away when we learn to do that, when we think Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. You know, one of the questions that we are wrestling through and dealing with on the lead up to the Exponential Conference in April, which is actually dealing with this whole subject of missional communities, one of the fundamental questions that we get asked, I know you get asked, is what is a missional community? Uh, in your definition, what is a missional community? Yeah, so uh, that's, it's interesting. So, uh, you know, if I, if I just allow to use, I like the word missional community, but let me just put the word missional church in there just for a while, just because uh, we know what we're dealing with there, because a community is a church, etc. But I would say a lot of people come up to me uh, and they would say, well, we're a missional church. We're doing missional stuff, right? So I say, well, okay, do it. What makes you think you are that? And they say, well, well, uh, you know, we do missions. Tell me what you do. And then they say, well, we do urban mission, we're doing some church planting, we're trying evangelism in new ways, all that stuff. And, and you know, I, I, my, my general response, which is a little bit disheartening to people, but I say, well, that, you know, that doing mission doesn't necessarily make you missional. 
Um, every church does that, you know, to some degree. They do those things, don't they? And, um, you know, even sometimes the most you know, lazy church kind of does some form of mission. So doing mission doesn't make you missional. I would argue that being missional church is when you allow missiology or our function in the world as God's people to shape and determine our ecclesiology, that is, the church. That is when the church takes uh, its agenda from the mission, not the other way around. Now, the problem is that most, for most churches that mission is something you do, and the, the big, big paradigm shift that, is, that, is, that we have to undergo is to, to, uh, to begin to see ourselves know that actually the, the church doesn't have a mission, the mission has a church. And that we need to allow the mission and our and, and our engagement in the world to kind of allow to shape the way we do church a whole lot more. Uh, for a long time now, and, and, and even in reformational kind of texts, uh, I read Calvin. I studied uh, in reformed circles, and uh, I've read the Institutes pretty much cover to cover. And he doesn't mention the mission once. Uh, it just doesn't feature in his thinking. Uh, we effectively removed. The, now, our function in the world, beyond ourselves, beyond our ministry to each other, uh, we took it out of the equation, and we ended up with the church that basically is missionless. It doesn't factor missiology to our equation, and I think that's done a terrible damage. So one of the big shifts uh, we need to do is to kind of put mission back into the equation, and this changes everything. So uh, a very, very functional definition of missional community is that a church that takes its agenda from and reorganizes around the mission of God in the world. Uh, it's, God's already a missionary. He's, he's much more concerned about people than we ever will be. We can join with him. The church is his agent uh, in the world. It, we don't produce mission. Mission produces the church. And I think that really does change our equation in time. So very practically, uh, I would say go like this. You go into, a, into a, any given context, and uh, you don't front-load the church in the equation. You don't have a notion of what the church will look like until you get there. And you ask two basic questions. I think these kind of grab the core of the idea. That two questions are asked within a community uh, of, of non-Christian people. What is gospel for this people group? What is going to sound like good news for them? And then, um, what is church for this people group? Not assuming you know the answer before you get there. So you've got to be willing to ask the question, where do they meet, how do they meet, what's the kind of dynamic there, and somehow interpret the gospel into that context so that actually the church is truly contextualized properly. Another way of thinking about it, by the way, and I know I'm just gabbing off now, but um, uh, another way of thinking of it is that you plant the gospel, you don't plant churches. Uh, that is, we plant the, the seed of the good news of Jesus Christ uh, in any given group and the church grows out of it. It doesn't. We don't front load the church into it. We use the word church planting, but actually there's no notion of church planting in the Bible. It's more gospel planting, and then the church grows out of it. The gospel seed grows into the plant of the church. Communities will develop out of it, but um, if God grows his church, we don't grow the church. God will plant his church, and he'll grow it, you know, if we just do our job of sharing the gospel properly within communities. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. 
I think that's going to be really helpful as we, you know, continue to wrestle through some of the main questions I think that a lot of people are having about missional communities. And I think that goes a long way to kind of getting us on that road of really seeing the, the significant difference in how we view church and community and the gospel in the West and what it's going to take to actually reform what we've been doing and who we are um, in the West today. So, Alan, thank you so much for your time, bro. And it's always uh, good to hear your voice. Always good to have your input. And uh, we look forward to hearing you at Exponential on the Verge in April. Likewise, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a great event. All right, thanks, bro. Okay, bro. Thank you very much.